The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton and it has been a very, very busy week for me and lots and lots of educating, uh, putting out in presentations and like that. I am getting ready to go to Butler, Pennsylvania. My heck, those people have gone wild there. They even got a billboard. And uh, I commend Donna McIntyre and all the work that she's done back there to get it ready. We're going to we're going to be educating the heck out of that community, <laughs> apparently. I'll be lucky to be alive by the time I walk out of there. I just did that up in Madeira in uh, Fresno and uh, did did literally four two-hour presentations in one day and came back for five more one-hour presentations to teenagers at their school. And uh, it is so rewarding, that work, to do that, to be able to talk to young people. And whenever I talk to young people, I try to get as much out of them as they give me because it's a it's a give and take. It's a changing world out there, folks. I mean, this is we're, – we're, we're really – speeding forward at the at the speed of light and when it comes to technology and crime and crime solving. And I really want to delve into more of that this week. This is a hard show to do on the radio because it's a it's in flux. It's moving, it's evolving, and we can see the bits and pieces, how they might come together, how they might not. What it what does it all mean and try to interpret that? I was thinking about this before I got into this crazy business about eleven years ago. I used to be a glass artist, and uh, I I did glass enamel on copper and I did glass fusing and slumping and just tried a little of the glass blowing. And I was thinking that this morning as I was doing my show prep, it's a little bit like that. You have all the pieces of the glass and you have an idea of what you want it to look like. And where you think it's going to turn out. But quite frankly, once it goes in that kiln, it's going to do it, whatever it's going to do. (laughs) And that's a little bit about where we're at today. We have had a lot of developments this week. Uh, They are going further and further into the big child porn ring bus, the biggest in the world, over in South Korea. And we're going to talk about that and and the Bitcoin transactions that took place. They've had some more investigations of TikTok for um, security and intelligence committee, and we're going to talk about some of that this morning. They continue to grill uh, Mr. Zuckerberg for uh, wanting to release his own cryptocurrency. And more and more, as I get into this mass audience live streaming, I can just see the vulnerability of people all over the world to predators. And so it's almost like we're all coming to an intersection of this. Now, we're not there yet. It's kind of interesting. It's almost like I'm on Google Google Earth and I can see the, the entities coming together, but we're not sure how this is going to look when it gets there. 
and what the end result is going to be. What we do know is that we need to accelerate training law enforcement officials to be able to take a look at this. And we need a massive investment in technology and crime technology, criminal sol- crime solving technology from Capitol Hill, from the Department of Justice, from Homeland Security, all over. I know um, many people are working on special systems. I myself have been involved with a, a group called Sheepdog out of uh, uh, up in Canada who are amazing people. But there are many, many systems that are being created, not fast enough, not good enough, and we need more resources because this is going to get crazy. So I want to start right off, first of all, talking about TikTok because I'm going to end this with child pornography and cryptocurrency. Quite frankly, I don't know where I'm going to go or end this particular one. A lot of times in show prep, I have a a goal and end Uh, kind of uh, goal that I want to train with you. But right now, this thing is in so much flux. It's more of a dialogue. And uh, and so that's really where I want to start. For me, all of this kind of started a while back when uh, Snapchat came out with Snapcash. And they said right on there, you could monetize a selfie. Well, I, I, I thought, what the heck is that? You know, well, we're not selling pictures of your dog and cat. We know that. Anyway, so I made the mistake of Googling Snapchat and selling nude selfies. Don't ever do that at home, folks. It gets real raunchy real quick. But I was surprised because a lot of people don't think of Snapchat as being an app where there's criminal activity. But a large number of our kids that are being exploited are being exploited because of Snapchat. One of the things that I've been doing for a long time was running a database of individual uh, people that have been arrested for child pornography because I'm trying to see the trends that were going on there. Uh, It's kind of a, you know, hard on your soul to do that. But for a long time, I did a spreadsheet that was how old is the individual? Are they male or female? How old was their uh, their victims? What uh, resources did they use to get there? Um, you know, was there, were they extenuating circumstances? What profession were they in? Where were they located? Were they part of a larger ring? Did they work individually? Did they possess? Did they manufacture? Did they distribute? And the reason I did that is I wanted to get an understanding of the child pornography because we knew that photo DNA had been developed and that more and more child pornographers are being uh, apprehended and arrested and, and given long sentences. And this is taking place all over the world. If you don't know what I'm talking about, about photo DNA, that is basically a bot or an algorithm that, that goes through, basically crawls through the internet each night all kinds of forms. When I share this with kids, I, I have a lot of fun with it because I want to scare the devil out of them, you know. But I want them to know the U.S. government also can get their hands on your naked photo that you're sending to your boyfriend and girlfriend. And in fact, they've intercepted more than 50 million of them so far. So I like to tell the kids, if you've done that, you're probably in a photo electronic photo uh, database back in Quantico, Virginia, so don't do it again. And I just wait while they go, oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, the Snapchat for a long time now has been uh, a app of choice for people who want to do sextortion and pick up our kids' photos. 
But even then, our kids have quickly learned they can pick up some extra money by selling nudes on Snapchat. And so certainly Snapchat needs to crack down on that. But as I saw that, I realized as we move into things like TikTok and Like and later Lasso, those that particular app is getting interesting. Now, what is happening is the headline that I'm going to have on the on the uh, database today will be TikTok in the crosshairs of possible international security violation investigation. So let me give you a little bit of uh, of this particular article. It's done by Professor Fosol uh, Ladindi, I think, something like that, um, L-A-D-E-I-N-D-E. Anyway, it, it gives a little bit of the background of TikTok and like that and how popular it is. And so, therefore, it is being investigated by Schumer and others uh, up in the Capitol Hill on the Security uh, Intelligence Task Force. And what they're saying here is they point out that TikTok is owned by ByteDance in China and uses its platforms as part of their artificial intelligence company powered by algorithms that learn each user's interests and preferences through repeat interaction. Well, typical of our U.S. government, they act like TikTok's the only one doing that. Um, how ridiculous is that, quite frankly? And I'm not going to get political with you here, but Truthfully, think about how, think about Facebook. They've never charged you a dime and they're a trillion dollar company. They're selling your ever click, your ever location, and, and, and your ever search. And it won't be long till they'll be dealing with your facial recognition and your child's facial recognition. As all of this develops, you know, it happens with Siri, it happens with what's her name, uh, Lexus. What's her name? <laughs> By the way, what's her name the other day told me, well, you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> Could have smacked the little thing. But anyway, here we go. But what they're saying here is that TikTok has become so big. And it's interesting, they didn't investigate Facebook when they were doing all this. But now that TikTok is a Chinese company and they're big in the U.S., they're saying, wait a minute, you can't have our kids' information we can have it. We can sell it to other people, but you know, through Facebook. But we don't want a Chinese company here. Well, TikTok is playing an interesting dance here. They're saying um, that basically, well, they're owned by a, a Chinese company. That the servers are in the U.S. and they're not going to give away the information and like that. Here's why all of this is so important to me regardless of the information that they're giving up, which I believe will be a big way of the future, uh, this the, the scary part here is that we're having these massively huge apps that now gather your every location, your every search, everything about you. And TikTok is an app that really caters to minors. And it is interesting to see we are in a technology evolution because when it first started, when I first started following TikTok, your average teenager would have 35,000 followers, 75,000. Now, I would say a large portion of them have over half a million and many of them have a million. The reason this is so important here is that TikTok is geo-based, so they can tell where you live. Your profile's on or off, and it's going to be on if you're going to go viral. And 
What is really concerning is that accessibility thing. Absolutely, like a million people can text back to your child and talk to them and say, hey, you're going to be famous. The reason this is such an important in this conversation is I believe it will not be long till they tie cryptocurrency to these mass audience live streaming, in which case our kids will be able to sell their selfies. It is already going on on Snapchat. And so this is about to become a global phenomena where kids can make amateur pornography, sell it out there, and make some extra money. But that will put them front center stage on the global world for child pornography that is driven by cryptocurrency. Now, we're up against that break, folks. So stay with us and we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, 
video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, thank you for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. This show is brought to you by MillionKids.org, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, MillionKids.org, because more than one million kids are trafficked throughout the world. That has to do with human trafficking. When we get into sextortion and child pornography, the numbers are absolutely staggering. Maybe I'm going to have to change the name of my company to 10 million kids or something. It's crazy. Anyway, um, one of the things that all this is evolving in my brain as I get each piece of new information that comes day in and day out. But I was talking about how we're having an intersection of things such as encryption and cryptocurrency and mass audience live streaming. I was thinking in a different term at break that we're also having a, a convergence, an intersection of volume, speed, encryption, and access. Uh, it, because what what is fascinating here is that the Korea ring that we're going to go into in a minute had more than a million pedophiles on it. So what that tells you is that this is now uh, no longer just a, a one-off of um, maybe 200 or 500 pedophiles who get together and and uh, share their perverted dementia, in my opinion, their their uh, fetishes and like that. When you have a million followers who are using Bitcoin, you now have huge volume that you're going to try to process. This case of Korea with a million followers, they'll be processing those cases for years. And uh, I hope, I mean, I hope that they actually go out and they find them. Uh, they know that there were over uh, a million people on there. What they said is they've so far only identified 337 account holders, but they know that there were probably a million. Now, account holders being Bitcoin. What happened here is this child pornography ring served over a million Bitcoin accounts with a so far identified 337 account holders, but they've only identified 23 victims so far in the U.S., Spain, and the U.K. So a million account holders and 23 victims, that, that isn't a good sign. So what you're looking at is literally volume coming through here that is um, on a mind-boggling basis They have identified more than 250,000 unique videos. Now, that's huge, but quite frankly, in Norway, uh, how did that go? Norway, Sweden, and uh, 
I can't think of the other one. Scotland, I think it was. Anyway, they found three different databases with over 30 million images in it. Now, the thing that I would tell you is that probably the same child is in multiple databases, but still those numbers are staggering if you're an FBI agent or if you're a Homeland Security agent or Interpol and you're trying to take this on and it's taking place in the dark net and you're using cryptocurrency, which is you know challenging to break. And so one of the things that I see here is this volume is going to go up significantly because more and more people understand how the dark net works. More and more people can get access to that kind of technology and more and more children will be available on the Internet. You see, not every one of these pedophiles are violating their own child or a niece or nephew or a neighbor. They have formed large-scale rings, I call them crowdsourcing sextortion rings, where pedophiles meet in the clear web, they find like interests and fetishes, and they will then go out and create huge sextortion rings where they look like, you know, the latest rock star and seduce our kids. In fact, the the one that, uh, his name was Richard DeVito, recently had 40 victims and they were all 8 to 12 years old. That means they haven't even been through puberty. He had to show them pictures of how to self-violate so that they would know what to do to please him. We are putting little kids on the internet before we even have a sex talk with them. In fact, moms usually ask me, when do, when do you give a kid a phone? It's not till you have the sex talk. You know, otherwise, somebody's going to teach them about sex, and it's not going to be the loving, caring, supportive, respectful relationship that you would like to have your child understand in a sexual relationship. And so what is happening here is they're forming these large-scale sextortion communities. So that's what I mean by volume. When you start to look at this and you do something like TikTok where we're now putting 11-year-old kids, it's supposed to be 12 on TikTok, by the way, but nobody ever reads the fine print. Anyway, you put a 12-year-old on there, they're twerking and stripping, and they have a million followers. That's what I mean by volume. I'm sure it's all a pedophile can do to keep up with availability of nudity on the Internet that they can intercept and sell and buy. It will not be long to where they're not just paying a Bitcoin account in order to be able to access it, but our kids will have the ability, if you tie cryptocurrency to mass audience live streaming, our kids will have the ability to sell out their their questionable photo to millions of people around the world. Already, many TikTok followers have well over a million people following them, and they can all text back to them. All a pedophile has to do is sign up and wait. Hey, baby, you are hot. You are talented. Meet me on Instagram. You know, send me some more video. I'll get you a contract. We'll we'll talk, okay? And it is that simple to recruit our kids. We had a 10-year-old right here in our community. That guy met her on like. She was twerking as well as a 10-year-old knows how to twerk because they don't know what they're doing. They don't realize that what they're doing emulates a sex act, okay? But we're teaching them the moves before they ever get there. They show He showed up right outside their house trying to meet up with her. And so 
this is the volume of this is going to be absolutely critical when we start to do this. On top of it, as we've all talked about in the book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls, third world countries are putting their people on these cell phones, even if they're only making four or five bucks a day in their job. That means that for 10 bucks, their older brother will put their little sister in front of a webcam and put this out there in volumes that make my head spin just thinking about this. So the volume is going to be huge. The speed, because of 5G and because of things like um, the new Chinese currency that's coming out, they say that the Chinese currency is going to be 300,000 times faster than the Libra that Facebook was going to release that is being held up in Congress. So the speed of these transactions are going to be enormous. And quite frankly, if it's if you put that together with cryptocurrency and live streaming that is not freeze frame, this is going to go on around the world and it's going to be very difficult to track. And now you have access. You have access to our children, so they're easy for a pedophile to access. We're buying them the devices and and putting them on the air as parents without ever explaining to them how the thing works and how total strangers can talk back to them. I was at a meeting yesterday, and they're lovely people. They're lovely people, but as I explained to them about how TikTok works, they go, yeah, but... They're only talking to people they know. That is not possible on those kinds of apps. If they're out there on the World Wide Web, they can be on the on those apps, they can be text back to. If we start to tie that to cryptocurrency, our world is about to change. Number one, we will have a massive increase of sextortion. We will have a massive increase of third world kids being violated. You will see gangs and cartels enter this fray because they can make a lot of money really quick live streaming a a group pay-per-view event where they charge pedophiles a a goodly amount of money. The last one I saw was $7,500 each, 50 of them. That cartel picked up $300,000 in 10 minutes. They never delivered a gun or a drug. So all of this is coming down, and it's about to be tied to encryption. So it will be very difficult for law enforcement to get um, get those subpoenas and break that code. It will be even more difficult for parents to see what their children are doing. They'll be able to see that message go in and the message go out. But if their child disappears, how are we going to find them? If their communication with their newfound boyfriend is encrypted, they won't know even that it's a newfound boyfriend, let alone be able to read where they're going or where they might be. If they can, if they then can come to law enforcement, how do we ping their phone? Because 5G will be encrypted. And if there's money being exchanged in this, for instance, selling nudes, in there, which is exactly what what we're talking about here, where the kid might be being violated, we won't be able to tell that on there if it's done through cryptocurrency, especially if it's done through a foreign national cryptocurrency. And how do we ever track that? So what you see is a convergence of volume, speed, encryption, and access coming together 
basically we're talking about the cross uh, over between mass audience live streaming, encryption, and cryptocurrency. It will be a changing world out there, folks, and we better buckle up and get ready. We're at that break, so I'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about kind of the intersection here of various technologies, and it's difficult to predict. I don't want to say the sky is falling. I don't. I believe over the years, law enforcement finds ways as they analyze how all this happens It was no different than all the other things that have happened over time. 
in our society where we've taken on things with technology and even combating child porn and child sex trafficking and like that. However, I also know that it is critical to get ahead of this. And that's going to be real tough because this thing is on a scale that is hard to, it's kind of like uh, gathering up jello, quite frankly. It's on a scale that is mind-boggling as we begin to understand how all this happens because the technology is accelerating like crazy. And it isn't just new technology, but it's technology that reinforces privacy and autonomy. One of the things that me and kids is doing to combat this is we are just hell-bent to make a documentary in fact, uh, we've got uh, a portion of it already raised. We've got $90,000. We're being told that we probably need 300000 before it's over to make it right. And it is being shopped down at the film festival as we speak. I want a high-powered, world-class documentary that goes out to every class, every school in America. Now, I'm hoping to get it on Netflix or something like that where we can get parents to download it also. At the heart of the matter, besides the fact that you have all of this technology accelerating like crazy, such as cryptocurrency and uh, um, mass audience live streaming and, and the dark net and like that, the other problem is, is this is the first generation where our kids are smarter than the parents. The kids are out there in a world that nobody is defining for them. Now, I'm going to tell you that most kids are good kids. I train thousands of them. I'm always amazed they're willing to listen. But when you start to talk to the kids, you realize they do not understand the world they're living in. And neither do the parents, quite frankly. It seems like one big social experiment that we put a nine-year-old child on the World Wide Web, I always, I always say if you're going to do that, put them out there on the 91 freeway over here in Southern California and don't mention that there are cars on the freeway and when they get ran over, we're going to blame the pavement. This is crazy that we are handing devices to very young children without explaining to them how the Internet works, how it's made, where naked photos go, what is the dark web, what is encryption, why is all this important? Because with encryption and with a mass audience live streaming, our children will be put out on a worldwide web where more than a million people at any given time can text back to them and talk to them. And as we're progressing, you, the parent, will not be able to read what is happening. So we're putting them in a world without giving them the definition of how it works. Most kids don't want to be violated. When I explain to them that their naked photos can be intercepted, you see, our kids think like U.S. citizens with their First and Fourth Amendment and their right to privacy. Hallelujah. That's precious. However, this is not called the U.S. web. It is called the World Wide Web. And when you put a child on TikTok, Mike, uh, Meet Me, not Meet Me, uh, uh, what's the other one, Live.me and Soon Lasso, they're going to be on there where they'll have three or four or five million people that can reach back to them. They will never in in all of history, this is why I say it's a world without borders. This is why we need a documentary to explain to our kids that they will be the first generation in all of history that can reach the entire world, but the entire world can reach them. 
And some of those people out there are bad guys and they want to violate them and they want to make money off their naked photos and that there is nothing private about when you send your naked photo to your girlfriend or boyfriend, it can and will be intercepted. Furthermore, this is the generation that will meet strangers on the Internet, and we don't tell them what is an empowering relationship or an exploitive relationship. What it, how, do the, how does a pedophile work? How do the, How does the seduction take place in chat rooms and in live streaming and like that? To not explain that to a child, it, it, it's kind of like, remember when you say don't take candy from strangers? Well, now the parents are handing in the candy so they can connect with the stranger. And it's a, a crazy time in our history that we're not explaining that. So really what our my passion with me and kids is to get that documentary out there. It won't be about sex trafficking. It will be how the Internet is made and where it's going. What is artificial intelligence and why does that matter? Where, what is the dark web and where do naked photos go on there? Why is encryption so important? Because... This will be the first generation that has total autonomy and privacy on the Internet. I tell our teenagers, we must have you be leaders. If you take chances on this Internet, you are going to pay a price. And more and more people are paying that price. And it is our young people that are doing it. This is why it is so important, not just the technology aspects of all of this, but how does law enforcement get these cases, solve these crimes? Because literally, third world people are going to be used for income. And it isn't going to be by good people. It, the minute you put them on there, you are about to see, I, I would be willing to bet you, that within the next six to nine months, you see child pornography rings that are much bigger than this one million one right here. Because you now have, as I was saying, an intersection of speed and accessibility and privacy like never before. And as you get the and volume in, on levels that we can't even imagine. And so this is why... I believe that technology is important, but educating our kids and our parents is the most important weapon that we have, and doing it in a way that will make a difference. In a, I often wish I could just get to the White House and find some way to tell the story. It's interesting. We get pieces of this story, but they're like on the outer edges of the story. It's not really being, excuse me, it's not really being told like it should be told. That what you have here is a generation of naive and uninformed kids, and even worse, their parents that are on the World Wide Web with encryption, with cryptocurrency, with masses of bad people coming together. You see, it isn't just our teenagers that are available. What we see in the Korea thing is a million bad guys came together. And some of these photos, I mean, we're not talking about a 14-year-old just twerking here. Some of these photos, these are two-year-old kids that are being sodomized. Uh, These are five-year-old kids that are being put into cages and and violated in horrible ways, and they only found like 23 of them so far. So uh, this is is accelerating at a mind-boggling pace. I believe the key is, one, 
understanding the dangers of encryption. And uh, there's a quote in here I wanted to read, I believe it's from the FBI. It is critical that we preserve the ability of law enforcement to access digital information, whether that means exotic cryptocurrency accounts, social media messaging, or basic services, email, and websites. We expect companies that operate technology to cooperate with investigators designed to protect the most vulnerable. So what you see here is very many, it's like peeling back the onion, and what you're seeing is various levels as this is being taken on. In other words, what you're hearing is Interpol, FBI, CIA, um, Homeland Security asking, we must be able to de-encrypt these phones. We must be able to de-encrypt messaging. We must be able to access cryptocurrency and find out who made the deposit and who made the withdrawal. You know, there's all this going on out there about blockchain and how it's transparent. It is transparent because it does not complete if it doesn't go through the entire chain. It is. But what is not transparent is who made the deposit and who made the withdrawal. Why is that important? If your kid has fallen prey to one of these and they are being blackmailed and this guy shows up and meets up with your kid and takes them away – How are we going to find out who they're talking to? How are we going to track the money? How are we going to ping a phone? How are we going to see what conversation they're having, where they're being taken, where they might be traveling with a friend? Are they being advertised for sex on the Internet? All of that will be encrypted. And so I agree wholeheartedly here is that we have to stop, and these technology companies need to start to understand that, yes, encryption may provide privacy, but it's also providing a level of autonomy to very young kids in a way that we have never seen it before. And it's providing more accessibility. It's fascinating to me that on the TikTok discussion, that what they're talking about is the fact that TikTok will be able to have all their artificial intelligence. Well, so does Facebook, by the way. But they will know everything about our children. It is what it is today. But the discussion is not necessarily that, but more the discussion of how do we find a kid if they disappear with someone they met on your app. And that is why we need that accountability because we, our kids will have more accessibility than ever, ever before with absolute people they have never met. And very little is being done to educate people on how apps work. I would like to create accessibility ratings for parents so they understand, you know, we used to worry about Facebook because they were talking to 35 people. Now their kid, just like I showed them yesterday, over a million people that can talk back to your kid. Furthermore, how are we preparing that kid to understand that when you send that video out there and you see that number one million, that a portion of those are bad guys? It is a fascinating thing that we are not talking about the fact that there are some bad people on the Internet and not everybody wants what's good for you, but we're going to introduce you to all of them anyway. Well, with that, folks, we're already up against this break, and I'm in trouble because I'm late, so we'll let you go. We'll be right back. Thanks.
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child's safe from predators seduced the grooming of america's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in america three out of four victims are u.s citizens most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the internet sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo sometimes it's catastrophic Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit sin. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. 
Well, hello and welcome back. We are talking about the convergence of these technologies of encryption and cryptocurrency and mass audience live streaming. But one of the things that has come to my understanding is what we're really talking about is a convergence based on the cases that have happened in the last couple of weeks with the with the Korea large-scale child pornography, largest in the world, and the fact that, that Facebook is being grilled by the finance committee up there in uh, U.S. Congress with Maxine Waters, um, and also because the House Intelligence Committee is taking on TikTok for international security violation. What I really came to understand is that one of the things that we're looking at is the crossroads of volume, speed, encryption, and access. And I want to look finally in the closing out of this of access, not only access of our children through mass audience live streaming, but the growing phenomena of easy access to child pornography in the dark web. And that really is what this case was all about. Prior to this, one of the biggest cases we had was Playpen, discovered in 2013 and uh, really came to to uh, the public's attention around 2015-16. In this case, um, this is out of Korea. It was called Welcome to Video. It began operating around June 2015. By the way, I'm getting this from CNN. I think her name was uh, Holling. Holling uh, I want to give her credit here. Hollingworth. I've got it written here somewhere. I'll come back to it in a minute. Anyway, um, what they're saying here is that anyone could create a free account. They could download the videos if they paid in Bitcoin, and they earned points by referring new customers or uploading their own videos. So this is interesting. In fact, it said right on the site, do not upload adult porn. This was just for child porn. A million people. You talk about accessibility. This means that literally you could create a global community of child pornographers. And this is a million pedophiles, a million people who are horribly, horribly violating. They're they're making it okay in their mind to form a community. And in order to be able to come up with enough photos and videos and stay active, more and more kids had to be violated. And this is the reason why you're seeing this phenomena of sextortion, where kids are lured in by literally pedophiles. Now, the reason that's so important on this discussion of accessibility is up until mass audience live streaming, like Like and TikTok, what would happen is pedophiles would find our kids, okay? They would go on Instagram and they would go under certain hashtags like maybe Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Bikini or something like that. They would see the photos and they would start to send messages out. They would use the Kick app, which, by the way, closed down recently, thank God. But they would use the Kick app because our kids like to talk to strangers, and that was an instant messaging app where they could talk to strangers. So pedophiles sought out our kid. That limited the amount of volume that kids could be sextorted because they had to find the kid, seduce the kid, get the kid to respond, get the kid to send the photo, blah, 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 blah. All of that has changed when we put our kids on mass audience live streaming because they are putting the video out there because they want to be discovered. So no longer does the pedophile have to look for our kid. Our kid is simply available right there. 
Now, the reason I say that is the same kind of thing is happening on the other end of the spectrum with the pedophile. They're able to find each other. They find profiles of each other. They share their fetish, their willingness to violate a child, and they form these communities, and they feel included, and they can do this in the privacy of encryption in the dark web, and now they can even get points and join a club and be part of the group. You talk about inclusion. Well, I'm sure this discussion is not through. Uh, We are to the end of the show. And so I would ask you at the close of this, this work is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. You please follow us on Facebook at Million Kids. I'm not fond of Facebook, but, you know, it's an important site to get all the latest updates. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you that follow us. And especially if you are able to donate and support our work. We are a small organization. Every dime we get goes to supporting what we do to save a child. We educate our little brains out. Trust me, we do this 70, 80 hours a week all over the place. And at $4.50 a gallon to get there, to get out to those schools and talk to those kids and sit with moms and dads, we need everything we can get. Plus, we're going to make this documentary, which we believe will save millions. So if you have it in your heart to support our work, I'd truly appreciate it. You can do that by going to www millionkids.org hit that donate button and anything you can give us would be greatly appreciated if you want to write to me and share your thoughts or or your ideas or any new uh, cases that you want to share with me you can do that at opal o-p-a-l at millionkids.org thank you so much for each and every one of you that support our work and and uh, support us in prayer, support us in financially, and, and participate with us. Share your ideas, your knowledge. We totally appreciate it. So it's been a, going to be a great week. I'll be in Pennsylvania next week and then Kansas City, and then I'll be back. So you folks have a great week, and uh, we will see you soon. Take Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.